everybody. Welcome to another uh, riveting episode of the Ungrown Ups podcast. I'm Ryan. That's Matthew. And this is the uh, 44th episode. Which riveting. Is... You're kind of overselling us, aren't no, you? No, not at all. No, no way. Uh, episode 44, though. It is. We've it, made it this far. It's kind of weird. I feel like I was thinking about this earlier today when I looked at the episode number. We went really fast to get to like 30 something. And now I feel like it's slowing down somehow well that's because when the pandemic first got underway we had nothing else to do so we were doing this weekly and well then, yeah and so that got us up in the in the count pretty quickly and then contributed a little bit yeah yeah and then as as we've kind of adapted to this i don't want to say the cliche new normal but as we kind of got used to this mayhem we've kind of slowed it back down to our every other week because yeah and we have moved a couple weeks yeah, yeah, yeah for various reasons. Adventures, work, <laughs> life, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, other stuff. Things that happen. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, episode 44. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Hey, <laughs> welcome to June. Whoa. Well, almost. No, so, by the time this airs. Yeah, by the time this airs, welcome to June. But yeah, we are yeah. recording on the, what is today, the 30th yes. of May. You're because just, May comes before June. You're pulling that curtain back and just unveiling all of our secrets. Uh, yep, and it is uh, it's currently one twenty-five in the afternoon. Oh, man. In case anybody wants to know the exact specifics. And at the end, we should say what time it isn't and then just throw people off on the math. It's not one. Th- well, yeah. <laughs> so I walk in the door. Ryan's Ryan's sitting on the sofa watching TV. And I walk in and he's got a huge ass bandaid on his kneecap. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, did you fall while running? The answer is sort of. No, your words were two words, actually. Just bounce house. Yeah, bounce house. <laughs> so <clears throat> bounce houses. Turns out they are not all fun and games. Uh, we, well, not we, my brother-in-law and my sister got a bounce house for my niece and nephew's last day of school. So they had bounce house at the house. It was really cool too. It's like a big bounce area. And then there's kind of like an obstacle course. You go up this, like you have to climb up to a sort of second story and then you slide down. Right. So, um, you know, we're all hanging out there and, and drinking beers and everybody's having a good time and the kids are having really f- a bunch of fun. That's nice of the kids having beer on their last day of school. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why, you know, it's I the mean, last day of school, you got to celebrate. Well, elementary school, I mean, you'll never do it again, so might as well. Near beer. <laughs> That's right. right. We've, we've talked about this. We have talked about Alcohol, yeah, free and, beer. And still has not, you, you haven't Hasn't happened yet. yet, yeah. No, I'm, I'm slightly disappointed, but that's well, not. But now we're into the summer barbecuing season, so I think it'll be a lot easier to have opportunities to do that. That would be pretty funny. He's out there flipping burgers with a fake beer. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, so I, anyways, bounce house. Yeah, it's a bounce house. So what we ended up doing, which is actually pretty, the kids were having a bunch of fun, and then I ended up timing them. So, so was it just two kids, or did you have? No, there was like six or seven, eight kids. Oh, so, so kids from the neighborhood yeah yeah, neighborhood okay. kids and then i my niece invited one of her school friends whatever so they're all hanging out and i was like well you know there's this obstacle course what if we time the kids and then rank them and then have them run in a, in a head-to-head right so we did that we they all got a qualifying time uh-huh. a qualifying time seated them yeah and then they ran in their brackets until we had a winner and then the winner win what a lot of congratulations okay just the pride of knowing they were the fastest through the bounce house yeah exactly okay. so so my, my sister and brother-in-law also have this new neighbor, these new neighbors that moved in. They have three little girls. So those, they were over there playing and nice. we're all hanging out and they're all kind of our age. So everybody's hanging out and having a good time. Uh, well, of course, you know, you drink a little bit yeah. and you decide that, well, we should all. Yeah. The kids are done. We should race. Yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah. which, which kid won? Dude, I want to tell you and I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was Finley. She was fast. Uh, all right. So. But the times were like from 11 seconds down to like six. Oh wow that's 
That's pretty quick. Yeah, six seconds was ridiculous. Yeah, uh, the neighbor five nine nine. Yeah, that was his time. <laughs> so, so anyways, we... Uh, so the kids are all done with the bounce house. Kids are done with the bounce house. We decide that we're going to race. So we're doing that. And on one of my turns, I went through... Was this we, in your qualifying round? or was We this... didn't do it quite the same. We just ran for time. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so one of my times through, I kind of had a little bit of a stumble, got up to the top, and I thought, well, to make up time, I'll go head first down the slide. Right. Turns out the slide's not as like... Um, rigid as you would think it is so kind of dug in and i've got uh it looks like i got in a fight in my face my the bridge of my nose is uh, tore up a little bit in forehead and yeah my big old like canvas burn on my knee yeah what people don't realize is the vinyl on those bounce houses is quite abrasive when you rub against it yeah especially when you're doing it in a the way we were like aggressively yeah yeah but i mean i I've, I've, I've been to some of those um bounce house parties there's a couple of places in southern cal or in, so, in south orange county i would that imagine actually, that they're all over the all place, over the place yeah, yeah that they're just you go into it's basically like a warehouse it's filled with inflatable obstacles yep. and inflatable bounce houses and they have names like you know pump it up or whatever so we've been to a couple of them and of course adults can go on the uh on the attractions well some of those have head-to-head obstacles. oh yeah, yeah. So some of them are like jousting that. or something like that yeah you, but anyway so same thing i've discovered that you're fine jumping on it, but as soon as it's bare skin sliding across the vinyl, yeah, you get one hell of a vinyl like rug burn. Yeah, 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 the one on my knee is not. It's like you know, just bad enough to be juicy. <laughs> um, but dude, actually, so the the head to head ones, we did one of those parks for one of the kids' birthdays one year, yeah. and I remember my there was a side to side one, and I kept line. I would line up against my nephew, and the second we got to this kind of open area, I would just shove him off to the side so he could never win. It was yeah. so funny. Yeah, because I remember, like, the problem I would have is, like, the slide was fine, but there's walls on the slide to keep you kind of in the lane. And as you get down towards the bottom, you would veer off towards the wall, so then your leg would just rub the wall. Yeah, this this one on on Friday was basically, the the rigidity wasn't there, so I basically just kind of bit into it. Yeah. And it hurt, and it still hurts a little bit. So how did your uh, battle scars compare to the other adults? Did you um, fare the worst or yeah for sure i think <laughs> Aaron, Aaron's shoulder hurts uh he i don't know if he got any burn or anything but yeah that's hmm. yeah bounce houses are, are kind of that deceptive fun you think it's oh no big deal and then you get in and you're like oh this is kind of painful well uh, yeah i mean it you you have the, the alcohol is what fuels oh for sure for sure the whole thing yeah you have the friction burns but then you also have that weird double jump when somebody else is jumping oh, and yeah. you go to jump and then all of a sudden it just shoves your knees into your chest yeah you, your rhythm is thrown off. I didn't do any, we didn't do any like bouncing. We just did racing. Oh. Yeah. Because we had one of those that had the slide too. And inside the bounce house area, there was like a basketball hoop. Like an yeah, there's one of those hoop. in there. We were messing with And it. so, yeah, the kids were like dunking on each other on that. And there was one outside too, which was kind of weird. It was like on the side of the bounce house was a basketball hoop. Oh, interesting. I've never seen that before. We had a, we rented one that was a water slide. Yep. And so the water also adds to that friction thing, too, because in certain spots, you've got plenty of it. In other spots, it's a little dry. Right. You kind of just rub right across it, and you find that dry spot. This one that they ordered was basically the same one that I think they got last year, minus the water part of it. Oh, interesting. Because last year, they had, like, the water. Yeah. And yeah. it had the, the obstacle thing inside of it, too. Yeah. Every time I look at one of those bounce house things, those, they, the guys that deliver it and all that stuff, you got to wonder. Like, I'm always fascinated on... Like the the cost of things, like how much is a professional bounce house cost, right? Because you're paying 150 bucks or whatever for the the bounce house rental. Yeah. And so you just try to figure, when do you break even? Is it like after 10 rentals or is you know it's it's always yeah. just kind of fascinating the, the the numbers on that thing. But 
I would totally rock. If I had the big enough property, I would own a bounce house. Just to have it out all the time? Just to have it, yeah. I I know like Fisher Price or one of those companies, like the kids. I'm sure you could buy one of the ones that they. They make the small ones that you can fit like in a basement or a room. But I mean like the full like, you I'm know. I'm sure you could buy one of the regular ones. Oh, the yeah. The big ones. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Where? Like AliExpress maybe? I would assume. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure there's got to be a, that's got to be a thing. I mean, yeah. It's not like they've, there's some underground, uh, you know, secret market for bounce houses. I'm sure that you could go buy them. And if you wanted to, Matthew, you could start your own bounce house business. I don't know if I'd start my own, but I would definitely not mind owning one. It's interesting. There's got to be so many of them. Like, how do they? Oh, the different patterns, the different designs. I well, like no, I'm ones. not even talking about, I'm talking about like the companies that you rent them from. Oh yeah, for sure. How do, how do they stay in business with 700 of them? Yeah, but I guess it's, it's just location based right so you're like oh hey i'm in the city of orange i'm looking for the bounce house guys near me and there's maybe 10 options and yeah. you're looking for that's availability that seems like a lot of options it does yeah but it's just like you know maybe you're looking for a princess castle or something like that and it's out of stock at this one guy but you call the other guy and they have it but that's my favorite part is a lot of them like the 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 bounce houses or whatever the structures are they'll use intellectual property so like knockoffs but knockoffs right, right which is awesome it's like going to the dollar store and seeing the toys there yes like it's gi ninja turtle hero yeah it's, it's sponge bill you know right. and you're just like oh it's it's quite close but not exact right it's like scuba sam uh-huh yeah which makes it kind of even more fun yeah no agreed that's awesome yeah so i yeah that's my uh that's what happened to you that's what happened to me <laughs> no and I, I mean, now everybody knows, right? I can't really tell you I got in a fight, but it does look like I got in a fight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially the mark on your forehead. You're just trying to figure out, like, what the hell happened in, yeah. in the bridge of your nose. It's, yeah, it's all right. Were you wearing glasses? No. Oh, you didn't want to be slowed down? You needed the... Uh... Well, it was, it was getting dark. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, there's no need for glasses in the twilight. So who was the fastest adult? The na- The new neighbor. Oh. Yeah, I saw him the next day, and he just yelled 599 at me. So I guess that was the time. <laughs> He's fast, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm assuming he's fast because it, we only have our experience on this bounce house to go to go off. Right, it's not right, like right. I can go look up records for bounce house seven B. There might be, you know, on, on the ESPN the Ocho. You Maybe. know, one day they'll have some sort of weird bounce house adult competition. The world adult uh, bounce house obstacle course competition. Sure, you know, right after the dodgeball tournament and some other things. I mean, man, they, they show some weird stuff on ESPN like three and whatever. They cornholes on there now, darts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of weird stuff. I The only, I guess, I don't even think it's a weird sport because it's conventional, but billiards for some reason. Like whenever I see it on TV, when I come across it, I can't help but watch them play billiards. That's yeah, pretty interesting. Like, like bowling, not so much. Like, I mean, I don't care about watching it on TV, but for some reason, the billiards part of it, it just seems a little bit more entertaining somehow. Mm, I don't know if that makes any sense, but. I like the trick shots. Yeah. Yeah. The I trick mean, shots are always interesting. I've got a good five minutes of watching it and then I change it. Yeah, I, but the other thing is I can't figure out, like, who's in the stands? Are they just friends and family, or are there actual... No, there's got to be, like, groupies, enthusiasts. Or I'm thinking it's just, like, it's a tournament, and these are all players that lost in earlier rounds, and that's what's filling the crowds? Because, I mean, are you buying tickets, like, to oh, go watch you, this? I guarantee you there's people that do that. Yeah? I don't For know. sure. Because I don't think I've ever really seen any one of those like billiards or bowling tournaments like in Southern California where I had access to go, hey, I'm going to go check this out and see a taping of this tournament or something like that. But I think if you are a a fan, a billiard fan or a, a pool fan, then you you know about that stuff. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I love playing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Growing I, up, I had a, a pool table in the garage. It wasn't anything fancy. I think the, the slab was literally like MDF. Yeah. 
But but you had one. Yeah, had yeah. one. Had a lot of practice on it. The bumpers sucked. Like, you really had to give it some oomph to get the ball to bounce off the bumpers. But yeah. it was fun just playing in the garage. One of my friends had, remember those weird, like, octagonal bumper with the, the mushroom-shaped yeah, things? Uh, I think that, what's that, Karam or something? Snooker. Like that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things. Anyways, I, I remember they had one of those. That was pretty fun to play, too. I, I never understood. Yeah, I, I've never actually played that. I've, I've yeah. seen those because I think those things also double as like a card table. Like there's actual top. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cover it. Yeah. 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 Those are fun. So related to your bounce house activities, I ordered a book and it wasn't because of your <laughs> Is bounce Is it related, house. though? <laughs> well, let me just read the title of the book. The Basic Laws of Human Stupidity. Yeah, that's the relationship. Yeah, but it, it's this is one of those business type books, you know, like the Who Moved My Cheese and you know the Two Minute Who Manager. Moved my cheese. But I've basically, there's it's there's four laws, and it's law number one is always and inevitably everyone underestimates the number of stupid individuals in circulation. Fair enough. Which makes sense because yeah. you go, hey, you know, the average person. Well, that means that half of the people out there are below average. Yeah. So that fact is. Well, think about this too. How many billion people in the world, and one of us is the worst? <laughs> That's true. One single worst. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. But it could be worse at one thing or worst in everything. Just the worst. The second law is the probability that a certain person be stupid is independent of any other characteristic of that person. Okay. So, I mean, that kind of makes sense. I mean, that's the difference maybe between book smart and street smart. Sure. So you can be really scholastically smart, but be a complete idiot at anything with Some practical application. Sure. Could be maybe a specific subject. Uh-huh. Law number three is a stupid person is a person who causes losses to another person or to a group of persons while himself deriving no gain and even possibly incurring losses. So basically, it's somebody that ruins it for everybody. It's like lose, lose, lose. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. They screw it up for everyone, including themselves. Yep. And then law number four, non-stupid people always underestimate the damaging power of stupid individuals. In particular, non-stupid people constantly forget that at all times and places and under any circumstances to deal and or associate with stupid people infallibly turns out to be a costly mistake. That's so a lot of words. That is a lot of words. So basically just stupid people, stupid people, stupid people. Uh, and then the last law is stu- a stupid person is the most dangerous type of person. A stupid person is more dangerous than a bandit. So I'm <laughs> a bandit. I haven't, a bandit. Yeah. Right. I, I haven't read the book yet because I ordered it on Amazon last weekend and I ordered it with like next day delivery. So I was supposed to get it. I ordered it on a Sunday. I was supposed to get it Monday. Yeah. And this is one of the very rare cases in which. Amazon says, oh, hey, we screwed up. We lost your package. Oh. If you don't get it by Thursday, let us know, and we'll send out another one. So I didn't get it on Thursday, and then on Friday, I said, hey, order replacement. And so Friday, I clicked on the, the order replacement, and then Saturday, yesterday, the book showed up. So you could potentially get another one. I could, but the odds of it showing up at this point are kind of slim. Well, you, never, you know. never know. Yeah, you never but, know. But um, I'm kind of fascinated to read it just because of the fact that in in my job, I'm working in, in developing features and user interfaces that are designed for the general population. But of yeah. course, you always try to design something so that it works for as many people as possible. But you can't always make sure of that. You know, it, it's like you can't idiot proof something because amazingly, there's always a, a, a bigger idiot. You <laughs> right. know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so I'm really kind of curious to see what this book about the laws of human stupidity have to share so that maybe I could utilize it in my 
career path. Well, I look forward to your A, your book report. <laughs> but B, uh, we're going to need a diorama. A diorama, yeah. a diagram. Dude, you remember doing those like the shoebox dioramas about books when you were a kid in school? Yeah, but they actually, you know, had a character and like a. Oh, I guarantee you could figure it out. Maybe. Yeah, that would be pretty funny. A little stick figure of a stupid person. Yeah, sure. I too just read a book. Well, I, know. I actually I actually read a book. Yeah, yeah. I just ordered a book. I haven't right. actually read it yet. I actually so I have a stack of books that I've ordered and never read. Uh, I just. I, I don't know. I just haven't gotten around to it. But I got a book last week and read it and was super fascinated. Read it in like a day and a half. Uh, it was called The Dorito Effect. And when I saw it, I was like, what is this? I, I figured it had something to do with junk food. Kind of. But I wasn't sure if this was like the, the story of how Doritos became this awesome junk food phenomenon. But it's not quite like that at all. No, it's actually really about it's the bigger story about our food, like modern food. So yeah. talking about um, as an example, like I'll take chicken as an example. Chicken doesn't taste like anything anymore. There used to be different varieties, but once they started to raise these chickens to get twice as big, twice as fast, it diluted the flavor thereby or whereby diluting um, nutrition, diluting like so a lot of this other like these other effects. Right. So you're thinking take, like KFC tasted better like 60 years ago than it does now? Probably because it was a di- they would have had a, a different type of chicken like when yeah so there was there's an interesting story in the beginning of the book he talks about this woman that has like for 50 years tried to replicate this chicken and dumpling recipe and the guy her husband's always said man it's not quite as good as my mom's and so she's at the store she sees this very specific chair like a certain kind of chicken that you have she hasn't seen in okay. decades right? right buys that makes it and the guy's like this is it oh wow. so it's the actual way these things are raised. Um, and it goes with everything. It goes with blueberries and corn. And so yields have come so far that you're basically diluting. I mean, tomatoes don't taste like anything anymore. Right, right. Right, which is why like heirloom tomatoes that you buy at the farmer's market for $6 a piece are have amazing. Different, yeah, different flavor profile. Yeah, but what's interesting, then it ties it back. It ties flavor back to nutrition and your body being nu- uh, nutritionally intelligent and understanding what it needs. And they've done a bunch of stuff with um, like sheep as an example, where they've given them free reign over different types of foods and the sheep self-regulates their diet because they know what they need. Oh, interesting. Like flavor contributes to your body understanding what nutrients it's getting. Huh? Yeah. Super, super interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And there's people now that Did- are trying to kind of reverse the, the trend. What's is the book just to bring awareness to it or is it trying to, help you overcome these challenges of flavor and get you to focus on other things like, or is it just kind of just opening the door and explaining? I think it's just, it's kind of looking at what's, what's been happening, what could potentially happen in the future to fix this. It kind of created yeah. this flavor desert, but then it, it explains. So the Dorito, right? Originally when the Doritos were created, the guy that created them, they were like a, basically a salt and lime flavor, right? Pretty boring so to speak right but now all these crazy dorito flavors that did there is there's no reason to to coat this chip in the flavor that they coated in other than to trick you into thinking you're eating a taco yeah but you're not getting anything out of that and then you go back and it's like if you think about a dorito you you don't have one and then you're satiated yeah right you end up now you've eaten half a bag because there's nothing there's nothing there yeah right so it's always empty yeah frito lays even says you can't eat just one well right but then that contributes to overeating and it contributes obesity. to the obesity yeah, problem yeah. so that it ties flavor nutrition um like higher yields and all this back well, to the obesity and that pandemic is also like when you have if, if you're really working on a budget and you're trying to you have a, a strict food budget the the cost of healthy food versus junk food right for that same five bucks right. you can get a full-on meal at a fast yep. food restaurant 
but trying to get some vegetables or whatever, like the the volume difference, so what you would get with your dollar is is really kind of challenging on a fixed budget. Yeah, no, and that's another thing that they that comes up in the in this book that's very interesting too is you know even yeah i mean essentially it's it's expensive to eat oh, yeah. properly unfortunately so how did that book even come up on your radar was it just something somebody you heard talking about yeah or? so i was actually listening to uh another podcast um <clears throat> i was listening to stuff you should know which is one i think i brought it before it's like yes. pretty much the podcast i listen to almost all day every day um but they had brought it up and i looked into it and grabbed it off amazon there's a super good read interesting yeah i'll have to yeah. check it out when you when you're uh done handing it around to your family yeah, yeah i think my my mother wanted to read it well i yeah. told her she should read it so i don't know if she wants to but she's going to <laughs> read this yeah read it uh no anyway so it's super cool i uh, really enjoyed that and i like i like learning about that kind of stuff and then it starts to make sense with um if you look at a lot of these like higher end restaurants and the stuff that we joke about that is like hipster, right? They're raising these like small batch pigs oh, or, yeah, or yeah. whatever. Like, you know, they're growing their own meals and their gardens, like restaurants, like uh, French laundry has a, a whole garden attached, right? Like yeah. almost a little mini farm. And it starts to make sense when you realize that the food you go to the regular store and buy isn't really good for you. It's not bad. For it's you, not bad. I but mean, you're not getting the same amount of nutrients that you would have got 20 years ago. Yeah. Because of the the volume, yet the items may not be as nutritionally dense, and of course the flavor profile might be off. Right. Based on that, so getting to the the most important part of the discussion, what is your favorite Dorito flavor? Uh, I like. This is going to sound so gross. I like Cool Ranch dipped in paste. I hate Cool Ranch. That None of the, those things are good, by the way. Paste picani is disgusting. It's just like tomatoes, basically. Right, but put a Cool Ranch chip in it, and I'm in. Interesting, because yeah. like uh, for school lunches and stuff, we'll buy like the the multi pack, bags, yeah, yeah. And I don't know why it is, but every time there's like six different flavors, mm -hmm. everybody's excited for five of them, and there's always that one flavor that just kind of lingers. And it's usually in our house, it's the Cool Ranch Doritos, mm -hmm. or there's another flavor pack. It's got honey barbecue Frito twists. No, well, I don't even know what, what is a Frito twist. It's just like a, it's a little spiral. It looks like pasta, a little spiral pasta thing, but it's a, it's a Frito chip. But why? I don't know, but that's in the bag that has like the sour cream and onion yeah, lays yeah. and it has Funyuns and it has all the good chips. Yeah. But then there's that one bastard bag and I, I figure it must be done on purpose. Oh, of course it is. Just you can't have a hundred percent good. Um, I like, dude, honestly, plain Fritos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fritos. I just like straight up Lay's or Lay's or Ruffles. Just a nice, simple, crunchy chip. A pastrami sandwich, mustard only, yeah. and a bag of Fritos. Interesting. Yeah. Like, I'm a big fan of the Trader Joe's chips. They have basically two two bag colors, red or blue. And the red is just sea salt. And then the black is sea salt and pepper. Mm. And when you look at the ingredients, it's literally just potatoes, salt, or potatoes, salt, pepper. <laughs> Dude, my... Uh my niece was eating these these chips on Friday that looked like a Pringles can. Right. I was like, what are those? And she brought them over, and they were vegetable chips. I've seen those. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> So I looked at the actual ingredients, because it says it has, peas, it has peas, potatoes, <laughs> broccoli, and something else. They're a, they're a potato chip. Yeah. Where peas and broccoli were the last ingredients. Right. Like, so they're just a... Potato chip with some flavor. It's a marketing yeah. thing, right? The, uh, uh, which I thought was, was pretty funny. The Trader Joe's chips I love, but my wife and son hate that I love them because there's such a loud crunch when you eat them. 
Yeah, that's what's wrong with that? Well, nothing, but I mean, when uh, you can hear it from across the house. Jalapeno because, kettle chips. Oh, those are dope, too. Those are really good. Voodoo yeah. chips, have you had those? Hawaiian chips I also like, too. Mm. Like the, the too sweet. sweet Maui yeah, onion. Yeah, too sweet. Yeah, but in like little bits. Like, I'm the type of guy that will put it in a sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a little layer of chips across yeah. the sandwich just to get that crunch. I mean, I, chips these days are a pretty rare treat. Although, speaking of food, <laughs> I have eaten... Dude, I am, it's so bad. I've eaten terribly for the last like two weeks. And I have had more pizza in the last two weeks than I've had in months. But we went yesterday to Brewery X for lunch. Have okay. you been there yet? No, I have not. Obviously good Because I mean, who am I going to take? I mean, nobody in my house wants to go. Why not? They have food. They have seltzers. Yeah, but it's just not one of those things. It's not like a, like there's a couple of local breweries right by our house. And it's yeah. just not really a, a family spot for us to go to. Because well, my wife's not a big beer drinker. We'll go and have pizza. Okay. It is good. Really? really good like new york style like they you drink, would... they they modified the ph of their water so it's more like oh, water okay, like in new, new york. york yeah yeah yeah. so it's oh it's legit interesting would you really? actually go there just for the pizza and not for the beer yeah interesting i might have to go check that out yeah actually i would all right yeah we could go for your birthday uh no 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 we will not be doing that Chuck E. Cheese? Is that the, the kind of pizza you'd rather have <laughs> no i think we're just gonna do a little family swim day Oh, yeah? Yeah, just keep it quiet. No bounce house? No, no. Uh, <laughs> you can't I, have a celebration without a bounce I wanna house. Make, uh, I, I want to make, like, I don't know, carne asada or tacos or something. Oh, yeah, I'll just go. go down to the carniceria and buy some good stuff. Yeah, it's always a, a nice treat is just going picking up that pre-marinated yep. carne asada. Throw it on the flat top. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. I've yeah, been doing quite a bit of shopping, but all pretty much at one place. I'm going to Lowe's, it seems like, multiple times a day. Which is not where you should go food shopping. No, no. I, I, I don't think I've ever really bought food there. I might have does bought, the Lowe's, like a, does your Lowe's have like, well, no, I guess it's not a Lowe's. It's an Ace, I think, the one on Tustin. But they've got a popcorn machine. That's a nice little treat. Yeah, the Ace Hardware does the popcorn. This yeah. one does not do popcorn. This no. one, when you walk in, they have like some of the, uh, the cases of like Gatorade and like some energy drinks and no. stuff. And then at the checkout, they just have the coolers and like the m and normal. And, yeah, yeah, the normal, yeah, yeah, yeah. normal crap. But um, I think the thing that because I'm, I'm redoing my, my front lawn, like the contractor came out and finally got started last week and my front yard is gutted. Like I have yeah. no plants, no greenery. It's all out. It's just dirt and rock. And Better root. be careful. The homeowners association can give you a ticket. Nah, I'm fine. It would be really funny though. It would be. Yeah. yeah. You don't meet the landscaping standards. Right. I'm trying. Yeah. But I, I pulled everything out and then, uh, the contractor did that on Wednesday. And then since Wednesday, it's been on me to rip out all of the existing sprinkler lines and then replace them in a different way. So that actually makes sense. And uh, redo the uh, low voltage wiring so I can get the lights all working up in the front yard. And you're doing it. You didn't get a contract or a plumber or whatever. Yeah. A landscape was, plumber? Is that what they would be? I think it's just a landscaper. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, don't I don't think it's a plumber so much because it's not like it's, there's no inspection required for a sprinkler mm. system. But the previous homeowner, the uh, the boyfriend was a, I guess, a landscape architect or yeah. a quote unquote, you know, air quote kind yeah, of I thing. I think you brought this up before. Yeah. Yeah. Complete hack. Anyway, so as I'm digging this up, the, the lines just go every which way. The zones don't make any sense and stuff. Like one single piece of pipe went straight. And then because it was going to intersect with a crossing pipe, they went down, under, up, over, and then down to get around it. And it just made no sense whatsoever. So I went to just, anyways. I cut it all out. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's all gone. So I have a huge pile of busted sprinkler pipes and sprinkler heads in my driveway. And I've been redoing it. But of course, that means going out and buying new parts, new new connectors, all that stuff. So right. I've been going to Lowe's 
way too often. Well, so you didn't map this out. Well, I, I did map it out, but it's just one of those things where like, oh, I forgot I needed this piece or oh, yeah. I didn't expect this. Now right. I got to go get that. Right. And if you've ever been to Lowe's and I'm sure other places, like even the car wash does it when you or not the car wash, the, the gas station, when you pay at the pump, it says, are you a rewards? Oh, member? Like a re- yeah, yeah. Then you're like, no. Yep. Do you want a car wash? No. And yeah. then you can finally start pumping gas. Well, at Lowe's, when you go to check out, you can't just swipe the card. You have to hit proceed first. What? I don't know why, okay. but they make you hit proceed. Then you can swipe the card. Okay. Once you swipe the card, then it goes, do you want cash back? No. And then you're like, okay, am I done? Would you like your receipt printed, oh, emailed, yeah. or both? So, annoying. so basically, like, I can't do a simple swipe and get the hell out of the store transaction yep. because I have to hit the keypad like six times right. to say no to all their offers you know what drives me crazy about that is when you swipe your card and it says your total is twenty seven ninety five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you have to agree. Well, what if I don't agree? Like, I don't set the price. I, I have to trust you that that's right. What I will. Yeah. I don't need to agree to this. Just put the stupid transaction through. Yeah, that is kind of that is kind of an interesting thing. I guess it's your chance to maybe then go. Oh, I'm sorry, sir, Mister Cashier. This price looks wrong. Are we supposed to negotiate, dude? I I just pick <laughs> stuff up and buy it. I don't. Right. I, I don't look at the prices. Right. Yeah. Which is stupid. I probably should. Well, I I try to do that mental math. Like as I'm doing this, I'm like, okay, I need. These elbow connectors are 37 cents a piece, but if I buy a bulk bag of 10, they're 27 cents. Okay, so I'll buy the bulk bag because it's cheaper. If you're going to use them. So, but even then, even if I only use eight out of the 10, it's still cheaper than buying just eight at regular price, right? So I'm doing that kind of math and stuff. And then I leave Lowe's yesterday with just a plastic shopping bag and one item in my hand and six PVC pipes, and it was 180 bucks. And I was like, Huh, that went way quicker than I expected it to. And you're just like, huh. And it it wasn't like it was lumber where I know the prices are all kind of crazy right now. Yeah. This is just irrigation pipe, fittings, connectors, you know, PVC cement. Like, I mean, it adds up. It does. I was at the grocery store the other day and they're like, it's a hundred and something dollars. I'm sorry, what? But it's one of those things where if it fills the cart, you're like, all right, I got a decent amount. This was like a trip to, might might as well have gone to Whole Foods. Oh. Like, there were six things in my cart. I'm like, wait, why? Yeah, that's where it gets weird. It's like, yeah. I, I want that satisfaction of an of a overflowing cart for that dollar amount. Right. And when you just walk out holding a plastic bag that's, like, kind of halfway full, right. and you're like, what the hell happened I mean, here? I, it, all the food that I purchased is already gone to the point where, for lunch, I had a bar because that's all I have. I went, oh, crap, I have no food to eat today. Oh, man. Oh, you poor thing. No, no, poor <laughs> thing. You know what, though? Uh, I made, uh, this is totally like now we're on a sidetrack a little bit, but I made uh chili verde pork yeah. with like runny yolk eggs a few days ago. Huh. Oh, dude, it was so good. It was like chili killers without the killers part or the, yeah. Yes. The chip part. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That sounds pretty good. Oh man. It was so good. No, so do you think, are you thinking you're going to do like a, well, you already mentioned carne asada. So you're going to do some Mexican food style yeah, we'll birthday celebration? Like, yeah. I wanna, we'll just do like street tacos type stuff probably. That's what I want to do. That sounds good. My mom asked if I want Smashburgers. No, I don't want Smash. Oh God! Speaking of Smashburgers, <laughs> okay. Here's now you can tell I'm hungry. Now yeah. uh, the other here's another reason to go to Burger X. They have yeah. a so it's basically like their food trucks, right? Yeah. But they have a um, they have a, a double cheese Smashburger. Yeah. It's so good. This you might as well just make a bunch loud. of noise because now you're just doing it. Well, I put it under the other mic. I didn't think the other mic was going to be on. It's not on. The fact of the matter is that thing's that loud. 
It's just a plastic bag with gummies in it. Yeah, so he's eating um, Trader Joe's weirdly pale colored gummy bears. Yeah. Gummy, what are they? Gummy shapes. Yeah, they're a soft and chewy gummy candy. So I've got tulips and and flowers and butterflies. Hmm. They're just little gummies. I'm going to eat a green one. Yeah. Now that we're... You might as well. Now we're making all the noise. Now we're making all the noise. Anyway, no, the Smash Burger was really good there. Hmm. Uh, There's a food truck that goes to Chapman Crafted that does Smash Burger. Sometimes pretty good. Now, what's a smash burger? Is it literally just... Remember where you take the hamburger patty and they literally just smash it super flat on the flat top? So it's just a thinner mm-hmm. piece of meat? Yeah, but you get like double chi, throw some bacon on that bad boy. All right. little Dijonese. Ooh. Yeah. Some pickles. <laughs> Nick, is, Nick is now out. Yeah, Nick is anti-pickle. Nick and Jason. I don't understand why you don't like pickles. Not Jason Abraham, different Jason. Like, I'm not, I'm not the type of person that would eat a... A raw pickle, like a banana. Like, I wouldn't pick it up and just kind of crunch on the whole thing. Like, I don't grab, like, a jar of pickles and snack on them. Oh, dude, I, I love that. Do it just a pickle but spear? Like, yeah, but, like, in a... Well, if it if it's if it's part of my plate, like a little side... You know, oh, no, thing, I, I'm like, I'll oh, I just then, want a snack. But I, I never go to the grocery store to buy a jar of pickles. But I'll eat them. Mm. Like, if it's on a burger, if it's yeah, on a sure. side or whatever, totally fine with that. But to see their cartoon hate for it is kind of fun. Funny, yeah. yeah. I do not like... And if you... I will throw these in the garbage can. Bread and butter pickles are disgusting. What are those? Those like weird sweet pickles. So when you buy relish, do you get I don't relish? like relish. Or relish is gross. But isn't it kind of similar? But it's always sweet. But the, not always. They, there's sweet relish and then there's relish. Oh, I've never had the non-sweet relish. I, oh, I like okay. dill. Dill pickles that for my money, Vlasic pickle spear. Yeah. I'm in. Do you always keep a jar in the fridge kind I of thing? I do not. Oh. No. Sometimes I do. I, I always I have pepperoncinis in the fridge. I like those a lot. Right. I'll eat those, just pop them in. Yeah, my, my go-to like snack food in the fridge is typically like string cheese. Like string cheese. Okay, do you bite it or do you string it? Yes. Really? Yeah. It, it's a, I, I string it at first, and then once I get to like a certain point, and I forget just it, just bite eat it. it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and might my be dog... A monster. And my, <laughs> I might be... <laughs> and, and my dog is kind of trained... To hear the sound of the string cheese packaging opening, yeah, and she comes running up and sits down, and I I share my string cheese. Well, it's because you've taught her that you'll share string cheese. Well, yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to give her people food, but it's just cheese. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably fine. Yeah, I would. As figure, long as she's not a baker. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not giving her like all sorts of like overly processed foods or like you know candy or anything a like steak? that. It's just, well, yeah, but that's just steak. No, I'm just saying she's not ba- as long as she's not begging. She sits at the table and stares at us. Yeah, that's begging. Yeah, it is, yeah. but it's... But not like an annoying way. Correct. Yeah. Because there's people whose dogs are just... They won't get out of your lap. Yeah, yeah. When no, you, you she, she's not that bad, but she will walk up to the table and make sure that we can see her. <laughs> you know, she she's very discreet in her in her begging where yeah. she just wants she just wants you to know she'll make eye contact with you that she's like hey i'm here in case you need me for anything <laughs> just so you know <laughs> just so you I know i will take your food yes I, yeah. I will help you with that right 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 yeah that makes sense well hey so real quick to go back to the lowest thing though yeah. you you sent a picture earlier before you came over of this can of spray paint <laughs> that i still don't understand so my why it's the shape it is so my buddy jeff uh has a i guess a, a side side gig and he does vintage motorcycle restorations and so he specializes in in vintage bmws um like r69s's and Mm -hmm. stuff like basically vintage bmw motorcycles from like the 50s and 60s and so he does all the work in his garage and he posted a picture of him holding a can of spray paint 
and it's a can of Rust-Oleum, except the can is two cans tall. And skinnier. And Well, it's the regular thickness of the can. It's the, the picture looks skinnier. But it looks skinnier because yeah, it's because so it's damn so long. Tall. It's basically like the White Claw can of yeah. spray paint. But the thing has got to be like 18 inches tall. It's weird. Maybe two feet tall. It's That's insane. not maneuverable. Well, no, it's not. But the whole thing is, is it it the top of it looks like a normal can of Rust-Oleum, and the bottom it says something about a turbo spray system that's four times faster for large projects. So my assumption is because of the the nozzle tip on it that dispenses more paint, you need more paint in the can for the similar runtime, I guess, or spray time. I guess. But do it's you the most need that though. Like, I don't do know. you need to paint something four times faster? If you're doing maybe like a wall, but why would you spray? Why are you spray a painting a wall? Uh-huh. You're what are you tagging? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but somebody at Rustolium goes, "Hey, this is a product category we need to get into." But it just it looks like Photoshop. It looks like somebody. Yeah, stitched. I thought it was fake. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. And now, so I'm going to Lowe's as soon as I leave this. Of course you are, because I got to get more fittings and more parts. You need to buy some of that paint. I'm going to look for it. Yeah, I'm going to see what it looks like. That's so funny. Yeah, uh, the I, joys of home improvement. Yeah, that's that's just weird. Like I. I've spray painted a lot of things and painted a lot of things, but I would never think like, oh, I need to cut four times faster. Now, what's your spray paint method? Do you use your index finger or your thumb to hold down the nozzle? Uh, wait, what? Your thumb? No, you yeah, use yeah. your index finger. Because if you, well, yeah, but if you ever get the index like fatigue, yeah, then you take a break. You can hold the can like Why palm not? it yeah, and use you, your you thumb. Can. That doesn't seem as controllable. I've I've actually used both with. I've also effect. used a the, uh, the adapter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spray, the, the pistol grip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those are they're fine. Yeah, they the get biggest clogged issue, really bad. Right. That's that's actually the biggest issue I have with spray paint is just the nozzle tips clogging. Yeah. Well, you uh, turn them upside down when you're done, right? Yeah, but even then, like it still clogs, and then I end up doing this weird thing where I, I pull tips off of other cans right. and try to fit them on there, and then there's different types of tips that aren't always interchangeable. Like the ones that have the really wide fat tip on them uh-huh. that is supposed to be like more comfortable for using with your finger. Those don't work on the regular standard aerosol can tops. So it's like a weird process. Yeah. I don't, uh, and then never put that much thought into it. <laughs> I've had to spray paint some things in my day. Yeah. I mean, I've spray painted a lot of stuff, but I'll get the paint. I'll paint the thing and then it all goes in the bin. Yeah. I don't have, I'm not one of those people with like 65 old spray paint cans hanging out. No, I, I think I might have like four or five. I, I, I always have like a, a flat black and then a gloss black and then like a, a primer or like a rust proofing like white. Like yeah. those are the three that I typically have in the house. And maybe like a, 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 a clear finish, like Actually, a can. Yeah, I don't think I have any paint. I have some um, Plasti Dip if you need that. What are you Plasti Dipping or did you? Uh, I don't remember what I used it for last time, but like I have some for sure. Because that's the big thing was like plastic, especially is is blacking out like your emblems or something on your car. I probably used it for that something purpose cool like for that. something on a motorcycle. Nice. Oh, you know what? I know what I used it for. There's a little deflector on the front of not. It's like an air deflector on the front of the BMW. Yeah. That I plastered at the back of it black because it reflected too much light back into my face. Oh, that's smart move. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. So. I like to enter contests, and I... You win too much. Because I try, yeah. And I, I have... I mean, because you try. I think you just... You I have enter. this weird... You win more than most people. Yeah. I, I am a little bit of a drive spell. I haven't won anything in a while. But United introduced a contest maybe last week, the week before, for free flights for a year. 
And the way you entered was you uploaded your vaccination card. I need to do that. You show you basically just take a picture of it. Yep. That shows that you your it shows your name, your birth date, and then the vaccinations yeah. and the dates that you did. Right. You upload it and you 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 do it within the United um, app app. Yeah. And because I, I most of my flights and my status are with United, like I've already got the app, and so I went ahead and I entered. And so because of this, I'm I'm fingers crossed. Maybe I'll win something. Well, you know what? I'm gonna do it today. And then we'll be in a competition against each other. Yes. But I'm, I'm hoping, like, I don't know. I didn't look at the rules to see if it's only, like, one grand prize or if there's some runner-up stuff. Yeah, I didn't. Because that's that. what I end up happening to me is, like, I, I'll enter something for the grand prize, and but I won't win the big ticket item. But I'll win something that's still cool anyways. So yeah. I'm hoping maybe for some free upgrades or maybe free... Um, Lounge access passes or something. Way, 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 way back in the day, there was. Man, do you remember that kind of smaller format Disney magazine, sort of like kids' book no. magazine thing? And it got mailed to the house, kind of thing. Got mailed to the house. I'll, I'll have to remember what it was called. But I used to get. They were, you know, like at the grocery store checkout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would get those, and they had a contest where you could enter to win a subscription, and I did, and I won. And then we moved like a week later, so I only ever got <laughs> one issue of it, and we never changed the address, and that was oh, that was a bummer. I'm surprised that you didn't do like the forwarding, and then it would have gotten. To I was the... a kid. That wouldn't have been on me. Yeah, well, true, but I mean, your yeah. parents were still getting their mail forwarded. My dad should have done it. Yeah, so you know, blame him. I don't know. <laughs> but that, that... Man, what was that called? Disney Adventures Magazine or something like that? You don't remember that? I don't remember that at all. I, I used to get highlights for kids. Do you remember Nintendo Power? Yeah, I got that magazine. Yeah. I got Nintendo Power, and I got the Lego magazine, whatever it was called back then. I don't remember that one. Yeah, I got that. But I also used to subscribe to, I think it was called Boy's Life when I was in yeah, scouting. Yeah, so I remember I, that. I got that. With all the weird ads in the back? Yes. Yeah. I always wanted to build the hovercraft. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah. I wonder if you could still... Is that still a magazine? I wonder. I don't know, but that's the thing. is like There's so many of those ads, and you wonder like how they make money selling well i mean the people that are placing the ads obviously have to somehow make enough profit to to cover the cost of the ad itself in the publication but the stuff that they're selling it's like always these they, there was always like the the hovercraft the metal detector the uh what the hell else is it like the you put it in the water and it swimming um i can't even remember but all those little things that it seemed like a little scam in the back of the magazine so it's now called scout life Okay. And it is still a thing. It's $24 a year if you wanted to subscribe to the magazine. I actually bought the, man, I wonder if I still have it somewhere, the survival knife out of the back where you unscrewed the handle. Yeah. The handle had a compass on it. Uh-huh. You'd unscrew the handle and it had like a saw and matches and like all that stuff in it. You remember oh, wow. that? That thing was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I was able to purchase this thing, but I was and I got it out of the back of Boy's Life. Well, that's the thing is like you... No matter what magazine you read, in the back, wherever they had the ads, there were always some of those ads that you look at and go, who the hell buys this stuff? Like, I, I flip through, like, Car and Driver, Road and Track and stuff. There's always, and they're not in the back of the magazine, but they're in the middle of the magazine. It's these ads for this this brand called Stauer, S-T-A-U-E-R. And they make, uh, like, premium watches, but you can get them for just twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, yeah. Right, and you're those. like, yeah. yeah, and it's it's a three hundred dollar value, but yours for just twenty nine bucks. If right. you're one of the first hundred and fifty people to order, I've never seen anybody 
or known anybody to to order one. Yeah, maybe you should. <laughs> it's only thirty bucks. I know, but it just seems like throwing money away. Get it for thirty bucks, flip it for three hundred, put it on the eBay. Well, Tell them, hey, it's worth three hundred dollars. <laughs> obviously, yeah, that's what the article says. That's what the ad says. You can't can't lie in an ad. The very first issue of Boys Life magazine was March nineteen eleven. Wow. Yeah, in case you wonder now. Speaking of actually scout stuff really quick. Yeah. I have a 1914 Boy Scout handbook. Were you my, in scouts at all as a kid? It was my grandfather's. Um, from 19, not 1914. Well, no, clearly not. But yeah. I was in uh, the Cub Scouts. Yeah, I did the Cub for Scouts. For about two months. And then I was like, this is dumb. I did it for a couple of years. But... Uh, it was one of those things where it was hard to do scouts and sports because, like, for whatever reason, like, Wednesday night was, like, the night that everybody wanted to do everything. So I ended oh. up I ended up stopping scouts just so I could keep doing Little League Baseball. No, I just thought it was stupid. The activities were kind of fun, but it I guess it all depended on who your, what do they call it, your pack leader or if whatever. If you look, like, actually see over by uh, the desk where the plotter computer is, you can actually see one of the patches from when I was a Boy Scout. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I don't know why I still have it. (laughs) I just thought about that. Do you remember any useful skill you learned from your scouting days? No, that's why it was stupid. We didn't do anything. The only thing that we did was they made us be in a play of like uh, the Jesus play. What's that called at Christmas when the... Oh. The nativity thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "Mm, nah. Yeah. Not for me. One of my my best buddies growing up, his dad was um, in the scouts. Like he was... I don't know what the 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 organizational structure was, but he was kind of like high up, so he would oversee local troops and stuff. And uh, he was saying, because where we live, like a lot of the Eagle Scouts, they tend to be tied to like religious churches and, and organizations. So yeah. a lot of them were Mormon, and so he's kind of like a a big <clears throat> deal in the Mormon community, even though he's not Mormon, just simply because he's had so many Mormon he's Eagle like Mormon Scouts adjacent. Yes, yeah, because yeah, he's he has to audit their. Eagle Scout paperwork and review their binders of sounds riveting. project submissions. Did you were you an Eagle Scout? Did you get all the way to that? Oh hell no! Oh no! My uh, I've got cousins that were Eagle Scouts. I got several friends that were Eagle Scouts. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Jeff likes to when he gets pulled over, accidentally pull out his ID and his Eagle Scout Scout card at the same time and hand it to the officer. I'd be like, what is this for? I don't care. He hasn't been ticketed. It's so weird. <laughs> The uh, my grandfather was a scoutmaster or yeah. troop leader and like all that stuff. Yeah, when he was a uh, younger. I remember actually going. I can't remember the department store. I want to say it was like J.C. Penney. They actually had like a scout section of the store. We would go to, or was it Sears? It no, was one of those. The the actual scout headquarters, or regional headquarters, or whatever, was close to us, and that's where we would go. That's where we had to go buy our patches. And yeah, stuff. I just remember it being like this little niche corner of like an actual department store. I don't remember that. And they had like racks of. So like uh, anybody could buy it. Apparently, like you didn't have to have show proof of owner or proof of whatever involvement. I, yeah, I, they weren't. I don't think they would sell the patches, but it was just basically the uniforms. Oh, the the basic essentials and stuff. So I remember the, the handbook and the patches. We had to go to the scout place. Yeah, their headquarters. or whatever. It seems it so fuzzy though. I don't remember much about my scouting career, but I know I did it for a couple of years. Uh, yeah, I had a. I don't know what vividly remember a bright orange Cub Scout T-shirt. Oh. Yeah, I, I never did any like 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 our troop never did any of like the true outdoorsman stuff. No, like, we, we had a couple meetings camping. at somebody's yeah. house and that was it. Yeah, in the garage yeah. and we would do some sort of activity and then there would be some what was it like monthly meetings or something or 
bi-weekly meetings at like the multi-purpose room at a local elementary school kind of thing no we didn't get that but yeah i don't remember much about it and grayson's never really expressed much interest in in doing scouts like he's just kind of like eh, he's got buddies that do it but he just doesn't seem to have any sort of i guess these days right it's the parent that has to really get the kid to do it i don't know where you would find out about it otherwise but i think that's the case with anything it's like i mean your kid wouldn't want to play sports unless you said hey i'm signing you up for soccer kind of thing when they're like five or six i guess unless their friends are doing it yeah and that's what i think it is it's it's the social scene but oh well i don't know but i will do a real quick callback to i think last time we talked about you mentioned that you'd seen a sign at the little league place with the yeah yeah just kids the kids are just yeah dude right after we talked about that those signs went up at my nephew's where my nephew so that same field they put those signs up. Yeah, right after we talked about it. That's so crazy. I don't know if they listened to us. Or... <laughs> yeah, so you sent me a picture of it, and it does say, yeah, the Little League name's on it. So yeah. it says, reminders from your child. I'm just a kid. It's just a game. My coach is a volunteer. The officials are human, and no college scholarships will be handed out today. I think we need to make a really aggressive one that says all the opposites. Or just twist it a little bit. Like, my coach is an alcoholic. Like, just real... <laughs> Oh man, I'm I'm yeah. Working either on my either that, or you just dress up as like a college recruiter, and then you're in the sand with a clipboard and everything, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, say, yeah. and people ask what you're doing. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm I'm a I'm handing out college scholarships, yeah. <laughs> just keeping stats on kids. It's, well, it's like like uh, what is it like the European football clubs, the, the soccer teams will actually sign young players to like contracts as like a development deal. Well, a lot of the kids that play in the NHL left home at eleven. Yeah. And they've all, they've been living with other families playing what amounts to nearly professional hockey since they were about 11. So it's, it's kind of interesting how in certain sports that's a thing, but yeah. when it comes to little league, it's not, which is, I'm totally fine with it. I mean, obviously there's no need to have that, that high stakes pressure for just a, a fun activity. Yeah. The kids put enough pressure on themselves. Yeah. But it is kind of interesting. Like the, the parents, I think that, that take it all too far thinking, Hey, you know, my kid's going to be this big star athlete. And it's like the odds of that happening are just. I'm gonna, Slim to none. I'm going to blame those signs going up on that Padres team I told you about. <laughs> I mean, it's more than likely. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, yeah for sure. Oh, this is getting out of control. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, my, oh, so the Indy 500 is today, by the way. It is. I uh, I think it's over already. It must be. It might give a crap factor is pretty low. I mean, it's it's 500 Circles. times around a circle yeah. making left turns. Yeah, in a bubble, open wheel bubble car thingy. It's like oh, the yeah, NASCAR. They got the of, halo. No, I think, don't they have like a canopy on these things now? Not a full canopy. They have that little, like, it looks like a flip flop. But they have a windscreen. Yeah. A Formula One has the flip flop. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Anyways, I yeah, I didn't even realize the Indy 500 was today until some one of my other friends mentioned it to me, and I still don't care. And they were excited about it? Um, I don't know. So much excited I as mean, like just the thing they watch. Yeah, it is kind of like one of those Memorial Day weekend almost traditions. Like, kind of like watching football on Thanksgiving, Thursday, you know, on that day, just because. The Cowboys or the Lions are always playing football, so you can watch that game. They do have windshields on their open-wheeled cars. All right. And that Helio Castroneves won today. Oh, he was one of those guys that danced with the stars. Seriously? Yeah. That's another weird show I don't get. Yeah, the the sort of celebrity reality show stuff, like the Masked Singer, the Dancing with the Stars. Um, I'm sure there's other ones. Yeah, the quasi-celebs. Yeah, I'm not much of a fan of those. Although I will admit... That I um I recently discovered, and I don't know if I told you this or not, but there was a uh, there's a bunch of new episodes of Catfish. The 
MTV? Yeah, the MTV show. Yeah. I am I can't stop watching it. Really? Dude, it is disaster television that I for whatever reason so trashy, but I love it. <laughs> Are you watching like with full attention or is this background? A couple of them full attention, mostly background. Interesting. What's are there any plot twists to them? There's always something weird that happens, but it's just like it's just fascinating to me that these folks are like, no, I've been I've been dating my girlfriend for four years, but I've never seen her. Never seen a picture. Never talked on the phone. Never met in person. Yeah. Well, never seen a real picture. Right. Right. Like, what? Yeah. That 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 is always astounding to me when you hear people like that, and it's and it's it's kind of heartbreaking to a certain extent, but then it's, it's when you try to convince them or introduce some sort of reality to them and, and how defensive they get. They're like, no, 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 it's a real person. Or like, well, yes, but it may not be the person you think it is. Yeah. And I really, I really like to see like at the end, I'm like, okay, who is it really? Well, it, and when it, what's even more crazy to me is when it's actually the person who they say they are, and they've just been like, oh, I've just been really shy, or I was busy, or... It's that happens? Like, oh, yeah. It's actually this, the person sometimes. Oh, no and I've seen it where they like end up getting together. I haven't seen that. But what I have seen is the ones, like, and this was years ago, but the, the person that was doing the catfishing goes, but I still hope we can be friends. Like, yeah, after right, all right. that whole betrayal thing and right. all that stuff, and you're like... But it's weird. Like, I don't know. I don't understand the motivation to be a catfish let alone to believe you're in a relationship with the whole thing is just fascinating. Yeah. It almost seems like in this day and age, like it'd be real quick and easy just to do a a reverse Google image search. Well, all that stuff, dude, you've seen these shows, like these people don't, don't, they're like, Oh no, I didn't even think to do any of that. Yeah. And And there's ones where like the Neve guy is like, well, haven't you seen the show? Like, Oh yeah, I see it. I watched all the time. It's like, so you didn't think to do any of this? It's like, well, no, because it obviously isn't happening to me. Of course. Obviously. Yeah. That's why you're on the show right now. And yeah. Yeah, Dude, it is an absolute trip. Like the, the amount of time and effort people put into being who they're not. And just just to screw with people sometimes. That's the, the, I think that that's the hard part is like when they're just doing it to be malicious. I understand the people that are doing it just for some sort of social interaction because whatever reason, but the people that are at, out doing it with a malicious intent that right. just seems like too much work or like oh yeah you you know one time in third grade uh you gave me a dirty look and i've never forgiven you like it's weird yeah, crap like the that revenge too, stuff like, yeah what <laughs> and then half the time the person's like i don't even know who you are oh so i'm not trying to like i don't know you know what i mean it's not like they're trying they like did anything bad on and purpose guess, necessarily yeah in this day and age it's almost even more common i would think just because all those dating apps it's pretty easy just to kind of borrow some other people's pictures or whatever and use them as your own profile and then you gotta wonder like are your pictures being used for something that'd be weird i feel sorry for the people that are stealing my pictures i'd feel sorry for (laughs) people falling for it like you thought that was a thing huh all right well you know you do you yeah yeah it is it is crazy and it is one of my guilty trash tv pleasures is that actually on mtv or mtv2 i watch on hulu Okay. The Hulu. The Hulu. Although, dude, I will tell you, so it's season eight, episode 30, whatever. Whatever the, the yeah. last episode is on there. You may not really like the show. Go watch this one. Watch this one episode because what it comes down to at the end, like what's actually happening. Yeah. Just like, total like mind twist. Like what the F. Yeah, it's it's worth it. Oh, wow. 
that is one I told like I made my sister watch it. I was like, you, my, both my sisters, like you gotta watch this. And when did you watch it with them? Like no, watching no, no, no. their expression to wait to see what the no, plot twist I happens. I don't. I think Brooke had just has been watching them in order. So oh, okay, wait till she, gets so she hasn't gotten there yet. Yeah, but it's wow, it is weird. But <laughs> that being said, there's a bunch of so on Tuesday, Lego Masters, the new season of Lego Masters starts. Right. Um, which I actually. Which means I'll watch it Wednesday because it'll be available the next day on yep. Hulu. Same, yeah. same, same. Yep, so yep. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not been able to find a single episode of any of the other countries' ones because I was curious, and we've talked about this, oh, yeah, yeah. they don't show enough build. Right. I was wondering what the other... I think the show started out in Australia, right? Something I think like that's that. A, yeah. But I was curious if they show more of the building versus the draw, like the, the, yeah. the dumb stuff. But who knows? Anyways, looking forward to that. And then... Um, June 1st is going to be a big day in our household as well, because that's the day that all of the Lego Speed Champion sets that we talked about last episode go on sale. Yes, June 1st. I'm actually looking forward to that as well. Yeah. I will not be buying all of them. I will be buying, or Grayson will be buying all of them, because he's got a bunch of gift cards from Christmas and from his birthday that he hasn't spent. Did he pre-order? No, not yet. The, I think you can. I don't know if the Lego ones you could. He, he's got a $50 Lego gift card, Yeah, and then he's got like 150 target in target gift cards oh okay so the target ones you can't pre-order because it's not up on the site yet the lego ones you might be able to pre-order so we'll figure it out yeah i don't remember if they no they're just up as coming soon yeah um i I never i really want the bronco one yeah that one's awesome what i don't understand is with legos sometimes you can pre-order stuff other times it just says coming soon but there's no rhyme or reason as to why some things are pre-order a bull yeah i have never really figured out the logic behind that to be honest with you I i don't know um i'm sure there's something yeah i'm sure there is but maybe it's just the fact that if it's not a limited production run, they don't need to pre-order because they're going to be bajillions of them on the oh, shelves yeah. at some point. Well, so, you know, you just mosey into the Lego store on Tuesday. I could do that. Yeah, be easy enough. Yeah, mosey. <laughs> yeah, have a have a sidle, if you will. A sidle? Wow, yeah. you and your vocabulary. I know, right? Quiet. Uh, yeah so but on the converse spectrum of shows uh-huh, uh-huh. i i've been really trying and i just can't get into top gear america i've watched the first four episodes and i i think the problem with with the the show and it's not so much the hosts as it is the format it's just it's been done it's just so not good everything you watch you go hmm all right and, and it feels very forced yeah, I, I mean the the camaraderie between Dak Shepard and um, I can't even remember all their names. Jethro and uh, Jethro, Jethro Bovington, and then uh, Rob Cordry. Rob Cordry, yeah. right? It's, the the dynamic between them is is not bad. They 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 do okay, and they each have kind of have their their moments, but it's nothing that would compare, I guess, to the Grand Tour. No, which also has a new episode coming. Clarkson, Hammond, and and May. Like, those guys, I watch just to see them screw with each other. (laughs) Right. And so that's the thing is, like, with with the Top Gear America, you're kind of watching it for the automotive challenges, but they've all been sort of done before. So you're kind of just like, okay, this isn't really anything all that new and exciting. With the Grand Tour. Yeah. They just feel kind of phoned in, I guess. With the Grand Tour, you're watching... Not so much for the car stuff, but you're watching for the the interaction between the three guys. Right. So it's, it's kind of interesting how the the, uh, the focus of the shows has kind of changed over time. You know, obviously when it was when they were everybody was on the Grand Tour, then it was all about these car challenges. But as time has progressed, the Grand Tour, even though their episodes have been really kind of screwed up by the the pandemic, I think they've only released one episode so far. 
since uh, 2020. And they've got another one. Well, they have the the Vietnam or the boat one. Yeah. And then they did. That one was, I think, right before or kind of early into that one. That one was already shot and done. Yep. And then they did. Uh... Oh, man. What was the other one? That's what I'm trying to think of. It, it's. It was another one of those like <clears throat> long. Oh, well, that's all they do. Distance yeah. Deals. yeah. Uh, but they have. Yeah. So they have a new one coming out that is Clarkson's Farm or something like that. Yeah. That looks pretty good. So the, the the first episode was season four first episode was Seaman. So that was them on the boats in Vietnam. Right. The second one was a Grand Tour presents a massive hunt. And that was yeah. where they were on some uh they were in Madagascar searching for buried treasure. That's right. So the next episode is I guess it, it was a month ago being filmed, in that there's gonna be an episode in Scotland and an episode in Russia, but the the Clarkson's Farm, I don't know if it's an official Grand Tour episode. I thought it meant, but it said Grand Tour. It did, but I don't know how it's it's going to be set up. But anyways, I, I am looking forward to, to seeing those on, on uh, Amazon Prime. I, I do enjoy watching those. No, those will be good. There's Actually, I've been watching a lot of... Older ones? No, um, just a lot of halfway decent TV. Oh. Or shows or whatever. There's another superhero show on Netflix. Yeah, don't care. Um, well, did you watch The Boys? No. Oh, okay. It's another one of those messed up type shoes. Oh, okay, shoes. okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty good. I, for the life of me, I can't remember what it's called right now. So that's helpful. Yeah, I, I haven't... I mean, this, it's it's one of those things where there's so much TV. And, and honestly, like, I think in a given day, I'm watching less than an hour of TV if I yeah. watch anything at all. I have stuff on in the background. And mostly, like, we watch... I think Oh, the Ju- most, Jupiter's Legacy is what it's called. The most of our viewing, is, I think, is maybe... Thursday or not Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like evening kind of thing. Sure. But between, you know, the the Memorial Day weekend festivities this weekend and my DIY project in the front yard and everything else, it's just uh at this point I'm just kinda collapsing on the sofa just to trying to relax for a little bit, not even worrying what's on. Yeah, I've been just trying to find stuff to kind of have on in the background and Yeah. Things. Are you gonna watch the uh the Friends reunion? Dude, I don't care. Yeah, neither do I. But apparently it's a big deal for some people. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that like Friends. And that's fine. They're allowed. I've watched a couple of episodes, like, over the years, you know, when it was on reruns and stuff. But I mean, I wouldn't say I hate it, but I definitely don't have an affinity for it. But the weird thing is, is hearing all the hype for the Friends reunion makes me really want to watch the Fresh Prince reunion. Did they do a reunion? Yeah, they did one a uh, couple of months ago. And they're both on HBO Max, HBO but Go or whatever. Uncle Phil's dead. Yes. And so, but, they're, you know, it's maybe more heartfelt and stuff. And, and they mm. kind of explain more of, you know, why, um, what was the character's name? The mom, Uncle Phil's wife mm. in the show. She got swapped out after the first season. So right. they, kind of, they kind of explain a lot more behind the scenes stuff. Whereas from what I have read about the Friends discussion, it's just kind of more surface level, and they don't really get into anything. Was it? And then just like it's so it's not just like a long episode. They actually like hang out and talk about stuff. Yeah, they're on the set and they oh, they're yeah. visiting the set for the first time since they've been off the show. And Wouldn't the set be gone by now? I guess not. That's the weird thing is, yeah, you would totally think why would they still be holding onto a set yeah. twenty years, you know, down the line or whatever it's been. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Well, Lego just released the Friends. Toy set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set. Yeah, and apparently that's been a big hit. Yeah, because they did the coffee house one. 
Didn't they like? Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The what's that coffee shop? The Perk something. Central Perk. Central Perk. That's what it was. That was a guess. Was that right? I think it is. Yeah, because Central Park. They were in New York. That's Central why, Park. Yeah, that's why yeah. I figured that's probably what it was. Yeah, I just you know don't don't care. But I've I've tried to. Yeah, I tried to find interesting stuff just to have on in the background. Yeah, when I'm not out of the house. I spend most of my time out of the house, but. But when you're on in the house, it makes sense. Nothing else going on. Yeah. Yeah, Jeanette's a big fan of just like any of those house hunter, house flipping yeah, those type are good. of, just because that's mindless. You can walk in and just watch it and pick up where they're at or whatever, and it's pretty straightforward. I like the ones, the house hunter where it's like, uh, you know, he's a uh, massage therapist, she's a, a dog poop picker-upper, and their budget's $4 million. Yeah. I'm just like, what? Yeah, those are always just kind of amazing when you watch those things. And then, and then there are nitpicky, like, demands from the house or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, it always trips me out when people just hate the house because of wall color, like paint. You're like, you know how easy it is to change right. that? And they're like, oh, no, I can't stand this. And it's thing. always the couple always wants complete opposite things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, they want two completely different types of places. It's really funny. Yeah. I want the S&M sex dungeon and their own. It's like, I want a light, bright, airy kitchen. And you're like, huh. Okay. <laughs> Those are definitely opposites but i feel like you might be able to get those you could possibly the other thing there's a basement i've started to notice more of especially on social media is people sharing like zillow or redfin listings to places that are just either horrendously decorated or those places that have that really creepy sex dungeon it's in the official real estate listing photos yeah those are cool to look at yeah yeah like there's one a couple months back where it was like a nice house but then it was connected to the, the the city jail and so it was like, oh a, yeah, yeah, you sent that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was built like in the 1900s or whatever. It's like the old jail, though. You're yeah. not going into the current jail. Right, right. right. It's, it's no longer in use. Right. But you're clicking through the picture. You're like, oh, this is nice. And all of a sudden, it gets into this one weird doorway, and you go through it, and you're like, oh, holy shit, that's Which a jail. Which would be pretty cool. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Who knows? I mean, it's just a neat little feature. <laughs> it's a like, selling point. There's a um, uh, there's a convention center in Ohio. It's called the IX Center, okay. and it was built originally during World War II to build planes and tanks. Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay. But what's cool about it, it's a million square feet on the top story. It has a million square feet worth of basement. And oh, it, you, wow. because it was military, yeah. there was a hospital and barracks and all this stuff, right? So the million square feet underneath, like you can go explore all that. And I have, and there's the part, the old hospital was turned into offices, but there's this one office you can go in and there's a gap at the back of the office. Yeah. I only know this because we explored when we probably shouldn't have, but whatever. Uh, there was a gap so at the you back. So this wasn't like a part of a tour thing. This is just No, no, no this was just us. Like I, I was doing a job at that convention center and so we went and screwed around. Oh, wow. Um, but you could go through this gap and now you're in the old x-ray room. Oh. Uh, there was a hole in part of the wall where like the, the old mess hall would have been because yeah. apparently one of the owners of the place had a... Um, had a bear for a pet no a lion for a pet something like Seems that normal. yeah and so there was a hole so they could go out outside <laughs> dude it was but you you know old fire trucks all kinds of cool stuff down there neat passages all I, kinds of stuff that's hidden i like that kind of stuff yeah I, I, somebody was posting they they were out in indianapolis for the indy 500 today and yeah. they stopped by the old stutz factory mm, yeah and so that's still standing and you can get in it and there you'll walk through it old factory grounds and there'll still be old cars there like, I don't know if it's part of, like, some sort of preservation thing or, or they're in just decay. But the fact that, you know, this kind of urban exploring is kind of fun as yeah. I smack the mic with my hand. The uh, uh, the Great Mall, it's called, in San Jose, used to be a Ford factory. And that Ford factory was where my first car was built. 
Really? Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Now it's a mall, and they have like a little, on one entrance, there's a little thing that talks about what it was. There's this, um, if you if you look at like art, jewelry kind of thing, and if you're in automotive stuff, there's this material they call Fordite, and it's basically the layers of paint that ended up on the spray booth. So like in yeah. these factories, when they spray cars, the layers of overspray would build up on the floor, or on the walls and stuff, and they'll actually like chisel it off, and it's got these really cool layers of color and people will turn it into like jewelry like earrings and cufflinks and stuff like that and that's actually pretty cool but i, I don't own any but it would be kind of fun to get yeah, stuff is cool something from the san antonio factory where your car was built and get like a piece from the factory the uh you know the citadel outlets up off the five yes that originally i think it was built in 1929 it was built to look like an assyrian castle yes and that was a tire factory yes that yeah, I the knew. samson tire factory that i knew and then it was uh uh, Firestone. Yeah, I've actually yeah. been in the old Firestone uh, tire factory. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, back, uh, this was a couple years ago when when they were filming for Gymkhana 10. Oh, okay. We actually went and watched Ken Block do his donuts in the old Firestone factory. Yeah, that's cool. And I believe after that, he was one of the last like film projects, so they were actually going to knock it down. But the for the longest time, the factory had been vacant and been used specifically for film and TV production. Yeah, they were going to knock it down, and then they ended up uh, declaring it a historic landmark. So that's why that facade is still there. Oh. Um, but I had heard, too, that they had actually imported all of the stone. And maybe that's not true, but that's what I had heard. Oh. Yeah, kind of cool. Kind of cool. But another one of those like weird urban places to go explore. Yeah, I mean, and that's the weird thing about living in Southern California is even though there is some history in certain parts of Southern California, there's not a ton of it. So there's not a, a lot of you know, stuff that's over a hundred years old for you to go explore like old town, like old town, orange traffic circle and stuff. There's some old buildings, yeah. but they're all modern establishments and stuff. There's no real sense of history when you walk into those places. Well, a lot, cause a lot of the stuff here has been, the facades are there, but right. they've, the interiors have all been updated and, and things, which is kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. But I, I always find it like, like when I go out, like going back to Indianapolis again, there, there's a, a restaurant I like going to called St. Elmo. And that place has been there like a hundred plus years. Yeah. And you walk into the restaurant, the bar is legit like 120 years old. Right. And that type of thing is really cool to get that, that sense of history and experience from. But out here, like you said, it's just the exterior is old, but the interior is all modern. So you're like, okay, that's, it's brick on the outside. But well, a lot of the, that's the East coast. A lot of those buildings have 17 and 18, you know, it's cool when they put the years on yeah. them. Yeah. And you're just like, holy crap. Like that's, yeah. I'm a sucker for walking down and seeing any of those historical plaques on the wall. Yeah. Those are cool. That say, okay, this building used to be a pharmacy or a bank or whatever. Yeah. These condos across the street down towards the train station, uh, that used to be a garage, like a, a mechanic's garage. Oh, no way. Yeah. Back in the twenties or thirties, something like that. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the stuff around here is genuinely old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just that, again, it's like well, you walk in. California old. Yeah, that's a whole different, that's that's the thing that people don't understand. Like, where I live, like, the oldest part of town is 1986. Right. Even though there's, like, old history from, from Spanish explorers and stuff like that, but architecturally, it's the 80s is the oldest part, right. of, you know, in town. So it's just like, eh. yeah. Yeah, I mean, here is, like, Orange was established in 1880. 86 or something like that. Okay. I, don't hold me to that. I yeah. apologize, internet, if I'm wrong. But You'll yeah. be getting angry letters from the uh, from city nobody. of Orange. No. Nobody's going to write us an angry letter. I don't know if we ever... Do we get email? I never check. No, we just get emails from companies that want to sell us podcast, ranking, statistics, Sweet. info. I got one from Apple letting us know that you can set up uh, subscriptions for podcasts and stuff like that. Huh. 
So if you want to pay for this podcast, let us know, because otherwise we're going to keep doing it for free. I don't know why. why, why that'd be a weird chain of events, right? Yeah. That's a, that's a strange strategy shift there. We will not be charging for this. Unless you want to tip us, we do take Venmo. Yeah. You could just send money. Put I don't it in know why you would do envelope. that. I don't know. Yeah. You can tip people on Twitter, I saw. Like if you're that's one weird. of those checkmark people, I guess, so you can set it up and people can send you money no, somehow. That's bizarre. Yeah, I don't understand a lot of things in today's modern economy. <laughs> There's so much that I don't understand about modern anything. Yeah, but you got into Bitcoin. I did. I bought, uh, no, not Bitcoin. No, what'd you get I in? I got some Doge. Oh, you bought Dogecoin. It was super okay. cheap. You know what? I Yeah, it's a throwaway investment as far as I can tell. Yeah. It's going to hang out. This is like a 30-year plan. <laughs> you think it'll be around in 30? Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. It just it seemed like a good idea at the time. So... How much of a Doge do you own? No, there's cheat. They're like 30 something cents per coin. Okay, so you actually have hundreds of coins or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you can go buy those and then sit on them and don't look at it because it'll probably drive you nuts. Be worth nothing the second you buy it. Because, like, Bitcoin, I know I'd, Bitcoin's I'd, like $33,000. But at its peak, like just a couple of weeks ago, it was like 60 grand. So uh, it's, it's like at 50, something like that. At 50% of its peak, but. I don't have any of the. Apparently, all of these things are like just super volatile, and you just have to time it. Breathe. Yeah, yeah. But there's a bunch. Like I was doing some research. There's this, like Bitcoin's thirty six thousand. Uh, there's another one called Cardano that's supposed people are like pretty excited about. It's just dude, there's so many of them now that it's insane. I'm going to hold my hopes out that I'm going to win the California vaccination lottery. That's where I'm going to make my money. I don't think that's going to happen. However, I mean they're handing out. 1.5 million to times to five people or something. 10 right? people. 10 people. And then on the on some Fridays, I think on a, several different Fridays, they're handing out 50 grand to 10 people across like I think four weekends or something like that. So they're, the state of California is giving out $115 million to incentivize people to get vaccinated or to reward those that already are vaccinated. And a lot of people are very mad about this. Yeah, because they're, oh, it's our tax dollars are going yeah. to waste, but it's federal money. Not Which is even weirder, money. actually. Yeah. But whatever. But I'm all for Well, money. that's still tax money. <laughs> yes, yes. But I mean, it's like federal taxes. I mean, it's like you're not yelling at Newsom for your federal taxes. No, but I mean, if you're going to be mad about it being tax money, be mad about it being tax money across the board. Yeah, yeah. Right? I don't know, man. I, yeah. But I could use $1.5 million. So yeah. Don't know what I would do with it. I have I'd buy ideas. a bounce house. No. At least one. No, you don't, do you have room? Not in my house. Where would you put it? In driveway. And so you now you're that guy with just a permanent driveway well, no, bounce house? No, it would permanent. It would just be semi-permanent. You know, any holiday oh, weekend, you know, bring yeah. it out, pump it up. I think in that case, you're better off renting. Hmm. Maybe I'll buy a bounce house business and turn and turn that $1.5 into just tens of dollars yeah. after the fact. <laughs> How much money? You, I bet you if you hustle and you're like the bounce house king, yeah. I bet you could make at least twenty dollars. Yeah, I have I, no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder how many of those things those people own and how like well, you how go, much they hustle. You go on these websites, you see them. They have a pretty decent inventory. There might be like twenty, thirty different types. I wonder if they from. own them or if they rent them from a big company that owns hundreds of them. Oh, I don't know. I wonder what that how that works. I don't know. You think there's enough money to be a bounce house middleman? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think so either. No, I really don't. I mean, it is interesting. I don't though, know if there's enough money to be a bounce house front man. 
Well, because I mean, I, I've been in industries where you understand like the markup from the manufacturer to the to the retailer, and then from the retailer to the consumer, mm-hmm. or or even like how many or just there's always multiple steps amongst the, along the way, and you see how everybody's like getting their cut of of the action. So I mean, in some cases, yeah, there's a decent markup, but bounce houses, I don't know. I have to tell you, they're not as expensive as I thought. What's a so you can get a thirteen by thirteen? That's a small one. Castle, yeah, on Wayfair uh-huh. for fifteen hundred. Okay, you can get a fifteen foot slide that's got two lanes for thirty three hundred. Okay, so I mean, because the one we had was like a twenty by twenty with a slide. It was a big one. Uh, so that's got to be like what five maybe. Well, there's if you <laughs> and does that include the uh, uh, bounce houses now as a website if you would uh-huh. like to, to look and you can buy bounce that's where they're for sale. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh my God, they have epic stuff on here. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Uh, let's see if you get the triple play moonwalk. This is only seven hundred fifty bucks. Huh. That seems absurdly cheap. I, I'd figure it'd be like like thousands of dollars. No, for the like double play of- inflatable moonwalk is only five hundred eighty-seven dollars. That seems cheap, but so they're commercial grade. They have packages. You can get like a start your own bounce house company. Exactly. You can get the castle combo 15 foot is only $5,000. Oh, there you go. And that comes with all of those bounce houses and you get a free one too. (laughs) The big slide package is seven. So they can get a little pricey, but you know, they're not insane. They're way less than I thought they would be. Interesting. Yeah. I, this is pretty, I mean, business idea for you. <laughs> I will, I, oh, they have a Star Wars one for two. You can get a, now, now I'm stuck on this. Stupid Star thing. Warts or something like that. No, you know? it's legitimately, it says Star Wars. There's Rescue Squad. You can get, the slide ones are cool to me. 18 foot dry slide for 3,700 bucks. It's not too bad. Do, do they all include the uh, the pump? Or the air pump or whatever you want to call would, it? I, you have to imagine, right? I mean, it. otherwise, what good is it? Yeah. Let's see. Um, I'm sure people are so riveted by what we're doing right now. We're listening to Ryan browse the internet. <laughs> exactly. It, yeah. <laughs> it, it comes with a, uh, it comes with two one horsepower blowers with backflow. Wow. And let's look at this thing. Oh yeah, that looks like fun. Dual lane. Mystic Mountain 18 inch dry slide. That says 18 feet. 18 feet. Yeah. Yes. 18 inches would be. <laughs> That'd yeah. be so sad. That wouldn't it be shows up <laughs> It's all scale. It's all the total wrong. You, you got ever, the you got the in store demo. You, yeah, I was gonna say you ever go like uh, shopping for a, a camping tent? Yeah. They always had the miniature one, yeah. and and I always wanted one for my dog. Like I wanted to buy the the store display. Dude, I was at Petco, and there's a company I can't think of the name, but they had a display, and it on top is a tent that looks like one of those little tents, but yeah. it, because it's a dog size actual right. tent. It's an actual product? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, an right. actual product, but it looks like a, a scale, display. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty funny. Because I always see them as, as a display. You would see it, and you're like, okay, that's rad, and it looks dog-sized. I'm like, I would totally want one. Yeah, no, so you can actually get go to Petco. And, and you can buy get a, a dog tent. A dog tent, yeah, it's pretty funny. I've never, I've never had a dog that actually was a doghouse kind of dog. Like, all, all of the dogs I've had, uh, you know, over the years, they we've tried, you know, those little dog glues, igloo things, yeah. or whatever those little... Uh, structures are. I've never had a dog that actually cared about one or wanted to spend any time in one. I've always crate trained my dogs. I have never crate trained a dog. Yeah. So 
Yeah, so but I mean, the, the crate's a little different than anything than a doghouse. But do you think? Yeah, you, but I've never. I've also have never been like I'm going to leave my dog outside all day. Yeah, no, no, that just seems like an asshole thing to do. Right. So yeah, that's never been a issue. Yeah. But yeah, crate train. Now we just need to get the little 18 inch bounce house for your <laughs> dog to go along with the little miniature train. Dude, that'd be so funny. <laughs> but yeah, so if you're interested, uh, if you or someone you know is interested in starting your own bounce house business, bounce houses now. <laughs> this is not an endorsement this is simply information that's too they have and they have actually residential grade ones too if you want to like not no no you gotta go pro grade that's just you gotta step up well the residential grade i mean you can get a full pirate's bay inflatable park for eight hundred dollars yeah but i think the the wall thickness is a lot thinner it seems like it's like it won't hold as many kids uh, I, I don't know, but it Cause is. Have you ever been in a bounce house where it's been like overloaded with adults and kids and you can actually deflate it faster than the pumps can keep up? Yeah, yeah. Like I think the residential ones, like they're, you're kind of undersized on the pump or whatever and maybe the occupancy is a lot lower. I mean, this thing's huge though. It's 20 by 12 by 8 feet high. That's a pretty good size. Yeah. And it probably, you know, wastes a million gallons of water. Oh, it's one of those water slide ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's yeah. so funny. I, didn't, I guess I never would have thought like, hey, can I buy a bounce house? Now we've answered that question. Yeah. It's yes. Uh, dude, they have so many different kinds. <laughs> your birthday is coming up. No, I don't know. I well, do you don't know. have to buy it for yourself. You just put it on your birthday wish list and let your parents know what you want. And then... <laughs> like, like anybody buys presents for anybody anymore. We don't do, do your that. parents do that? Nah. You get like a card and maybe like a, a gift card or something? An attaboy. That's all you get? Uh, seems about right. Yeah. You know, we just hang out and have dinner. Or yeah. Whatever, lunch or whatever. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Been. I don't... No. Yeah. I, I still, well, because my birthday is so close to Christmas. Right. Like, I usually end up getting something, but I, I don't ever remember if it's always something separate. But yeah, sometimes it's just, it's just dinner out. Sometimes it's a gift card. It all depends. And I, uh, I could go for dinner. I'm so hungry right now. Well, you just had a bar. Yeah. I mean, it was good, but 240 calories. It's not enough. Yeah. That's not a meal. That's a snack. That's what I thought. Too. Is, it, is it supposed to be a meal replacement bar? Yeah, it is. But I didn't realize how low calorie it was until I ate it. It doesn't seem like it's got like enough nutritional density to really kind of get you satiated, do you? I don't feel... I think I want to eat just because I want to eat something, but I'm like not... Hungry? Starving. Oh. Yeah, if that makes sense. Look, I would go back to the book thing. I'm just looking for flavor. All right. Right. Are these gum, these spring gummies not hitting the flavor? Uh, those were not. I don't. I don't care for those. Yeah, they're just okay. The green one tasted like nothing. I don't think they actually have even much of a flavor. It's well, just more of a texture thing. Oh, yeah, it's not. You know, I do like sour patch kids. Hmm. I love that. Like, but I, I would if it wasn't super gross. I would just suck all the sour off and spit them out. <laughs> and so these all these naked gummy bears because yeah. you sucked all the sugar off yeah. them. Well, the soury sugar. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. That's all I got. That's all right, not super interesting, but it is exactly what it is. Well, let's get out of here. Let's get some food. Let's get some all right, well, sour patch kids and stuff. I've fallen down the the uh, bounce house rabbit hole, so I'm gonna keep doing that. But all right, it's nice to see you. Yeah, I'm gonna go meander over to my neighbor's house and and party it up with them. Well, you gotta go to Lowe's first. I gotta go to Lowe's first, then show up to the party a little late, and then hang out with them for a little bit, and then get back into my dirty clothes and get back into the front yard and work. Yeah. Well, you got tomorrow off. I do, but I, I want to get as much as I can done today so that I don't have to do it tomorrow. Yeah, makes sense. But I do, it's nice knowing that in the back pocket I've got more time. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, good luck. Thank you. I'll oh. need it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups podcast, and for this, we apologize. <laughs>